It's time again for Talking Trade, sponsored by MMAC's World Trade Association and Michael Best Strategies. Welcome to Talking Trade. I'm Sandy Siegel, president of ME Day. And I'm Ken Wasik, managing director of EM Wasik & Associates, a international business development company. Well, we're really <laughs> pleased to have Heather Rank as the uh, Rural Export Center director part of the U.S. Commerce Department to be our, our guest today. Uh, she's located in Fargo, North Dakota, and has been working with U.S.-based exporters for nearly 20 years, mostly with smaller uh, companies in rural communities. As we know, rural communities tend to have uh, challenges that maybe are not faced by others in uh, larger communities or larger cities. Uh, access to those foreign markets, some limitations on transportation, broadband connectivity, which has been definitely in the news over the last couple of years, attracting labor talent. And so we asked Heather to join us uh, today and just tell us a little bit more about the Rural Export Center. So welcome Heather to Talking Trade. Thank you, Ken, it's great to be here. Um, right. Yeah. So let's <laughs> let's start off and just talk about uh, you and I met in Washington last year at the National District Export Council uh, conference, which was uh, attended by uh, over 61 uh, different councils around the U.S. Really talked about the Rural Export Center. So tell us more about it and how it was formed and your activities. That sounds great. Thank you so much. Um, the Rural Export Center is a national research center for exporters, and we were created in 2020. Um, and our main focus is market research tools to help rural exporters overcome the challenges that keep them from exporting more proactively. Um, we are based in Fargo, North Dakota, and I had piloted research methodologies for about 10 years, and the local business community saw the value in that approach of being strategic and data-driven. So we um, uh, garnered support from the congressional delegation from North Dakota and Minnesota, but the research center is national. So the main idea is that there are three main barriers to exporting for rural exporters, knowledge, connections, and confidence. And you can use data to tackle all three of those. You can build confidence, you can build connections and knowledge. And we, we um, tie in our global network of staff that are at the US embassies and consulates around the world with the US Commercial Service uh, to help tackle those three barriers. Wow, that's that's amazing and, and really timely, obviously in 2020 and, and a lot of people, we were even all more spread out than you know we had been previously. So um, great, great service for people in that area. So I, I can appreciate the why and, and the importance of, of serving the rural community. Can you give us some examples of success stories and, and how you've made the connections and, um, and been a resource for those communities? Yeah, we're very responsive to the needs of companies. So we're constantly evolving new services and all of these services we're constantly tweaking and, and changing. The main things we do is country selection are, are one of our big products we call a matrix, where we rank all the countries of the world based on a company's specific needs, whether it's you know, wastewater management or aviation. <laughs> we, um, my agency spends over a million dollars a year on databases. We spend an additional 50 plus thousand a year 
because those are expensive for rural companies. You're not going to subscribe to all these databases or know how to use them. So we tap into them and our typical report will have over 100 footnotes, you know, very well resourced. The other main thing companies need is actual buyers, connections. So we can use our research and uncover a list. Usually it's around 10 contacts per country. So you start with the worldwide analysis, you choose six countries. We reach out to our global network to confirm that they agree that there's a market. We get feedback from them. We kind of put that into the process. And then the company selects three countries. We do research on those. We try to find industry information and also potential contacts, buyers, distributors. Um, out of that, we have two new services that have come about in just the last few months. One is background checks. Um, one of the most common things companies have contacted me about is, is this you know, random company contacting me through my email legit? And we can run them through all our databases and see, hey, do they look good, medium, or bad? <laughs> we kind of do a report, costs $150. We also can do an analysis of a company's website to see how global their website is, how globally friendly, and then we can provide some specific recommendations on improvements. And then our most recent service um, that Ken would know a lot about is an export management company directory. A lot of the companies, especially rural companies, everyone wants to export, but it's kind of hard and complicated. <laughs> so. For a lot of companies, it would be much better and easier and more efficient and more likely that they would export if they partner with a third party who does that for you. And um, we have identified over 50 export management companies around the country, and many of them have very specific niches um, mm -hmm. that they cover, and then we're connecting them. So we're building a directory, and then we're giving um, companies a lot of choices of companies that they might be able to partner with, and it's just a new angle, but something very interesting. Yeah. Well, that's really, that's really interesting, uh, Heather. Um, you mentioned uh, that you're based in North Dakota, um, in the Dakotas and Minnesota. This is the genesis of the uh, Rural Export uh, Center. But you said it was national. So uh, how does a company, let's say, in Tennessee or Nebraska, uh, be able to uh, tap into those various services that you just explained? Uh, we have an, an email rural at trade.gov that um, kind of is an intro. We always inv involve our local staff. We have um, about 100 offices around the US where they're the local person. So we would include them. And, and then um, we just have a simple intake form usually just to understand what your needs and wants are. We cover any industry. We've done aviation, we've done vitamins, we've done, uh, sometimes people think that it's rural, that it's only agriculture, but um, actually we, we can cover any industry. And uh, we actually have a Wisconsin example. Um, Ventress Learning is a company that does early childhood education curricula. Oh, yeah. And we help them identify countries. Um, we lean toward English speaking countries because you don't wanna have to translate your curricula over and over. Um, and we identified some potential partners and they ended up signing a partnership with a company in Australia um, that was identified and was confirmed as a potential partner in the report. So uh, a good Wisconsin example. That's terrific. Some really valuable resources. So I, I appreciate it. Certainly not just agriculture, you know, in, in the rural areas. I, 
but have you seen any particular trends of particular, you know, especially post COVID and in the changing economy and so forth that have been reaching out? Yes, um, we have served companies from, uh, we're probably up to 40 industries now. We've done over 250 reports, um, but the ones that, that we have just phenomenal data for, um, we've done a lot of reports for consumer products, sporting goods, agricultural machinery, aviation, education, international education, and food um, are some that I just have been real um, successful projects for us. Um, actually, even in weapons, um, there's we've had several successes there with that as well. But it can go from wastewater treatment, construction machinery, cosmetics, any industry. Um, we, we can do a, a free evaluation to determine what kind of data we actually have. So the company knows going in whether we have good data for their industry or not. Fascinating and, and very useful. And, and, you know, there's a lot of moving parts, as, as we all know, on this call to exporting and the security piece, the screening piece, um, validation. And, you know, those are all really helpful as you enter the unknown world of exporting. So, yeah, what a, a valuable resource for the community. That's terrific. Great. I, I'm, I'm just kind of curious, you mentioned that export management companies to, could be an easy first step for some exporters, U.S. exporters. Is there particular industries that are more apt to EMCs than others? Um, we found that there's a lot in food and beverage, especially alcoholic beverages. <laughs> um, it, you know, it's hard for a microbrew and there's a lot of microbreweries popping up another Wisconsin specialty, right? Right. <laughs> and um, so there are some companies out there that specialize in, you know, certain beers, wines, spirits, um, then a lot of grocery items that you know, we have a pretty diverse food. Uh, you go to the grocery store and you're just overwhelmed with our variety. So there's some demand internationally, but it can be cost prohibitive to do it on a one-off basis. So the EMC model, export management company, really makes sense. Um, sporting goods is another one, construction machinery, and sometimes it's very high value, very specialized products. So it's, it's not just food and like consumer products, but it's really pretty just across the board. I think there's, as you say, there's some specialty items and smaller volumes where a distributorship or a third party really helps give access to the market for some of these people and, and you know, we have well, as well have seen some success uh, that way. It's so the learning they, curve that that is daunting to a lot of companies. Right. So the and, fact, and there have been numerous projects in the last two months where we did the whole research process. The company was very grateful, but it's still pretty daunting to, right. you know, get on the plane to go over. Yes. And when you can um, tie in with somebody who's very comfortable in that world, it's very yeah. attractive to a lot of companies we're finding. So uh, we're here, my agency's mission is to increase exports. So if, if boosting and supporting export management companies can help achieve that, then um, we're getting behind that. That's terrific. Great. Thank you, we're, we're running out of time. Um, really exciting, great resources and certainly something we'll share with our customers and you know, really valuable resources. So uh, thank you for joining us, um, Heather, for, to Talking Trade. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, Heather. Thank you.
You've been listening to Talking Trade, sponsored by MMAC's World Trade Association and Michael Best Strategies. <laughs>